0: Good morning and welcome to Tuesday, January 10th, 2023 Board of Supervisors meeting. At this time, we'll open the um, regular meeting for closed session. Um, If the clerk could please read off the two closed session agenda items.
1: Item one, pursuant to government code 54957.6, conference with County Designated Labor Negotiator Judy Hawkins regarding the following employee organizations, Sheriff's Management Unit Calaveras County Public Safety Employees Association, Deputy Sheriff's Association, Calaveras Management Union, Calaveras Supervisors Union. Item two public employment pursuant to Government Code 54957B1, Title County Executive Officer.
0: At this time, we get any public comment.
1: There is no online public comment.
0: Okay. And seeing none in the room, we will convene in a closed session until 9 o'clock. Thank
2: you. good okay
0: good morning and welcome to the tuesday january tenth, twenty 2023 board of supervisors meeting happy new year everyone at this time i will turn it over to the clerk to report out of closed session earlier this morning we um, went into closed session
1: item one pursuant to government code 54957.6 conference with county designated labor negotiator judy hawkins Regarding the following employee organizations, Sheriff's Management Unit, Calaveras County Public Safety's Employees Association, Deputy Sheriff's Association, Calaveras Management Union, Calaveras Supervisors Union, Board action, no reportable action taken. Item two, public employment, pursuant to government code 54957B1, title, County Executive Officer, Board action, no reportable action taken.
0: At this time, could you please stand for the pledge? I pledge
1: to a flag of the United States of America, and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: the next on the agenda is election of chair and vice chair if the clerk could please read out agenda item number three
1: item number three action item clerk of the board of supervisors election of the 2023 chair and vice chair of the board of supervisors
0: This time i will bring it to the board madam yes.
3: madam chair i'd like to nominate supervisor tafnalli as chair okay
0: is a motion and before i go on is there any public comment no okay is there any public comment online no online public
1: comment
0: okay i'll bring it back to the board there's a motion on the table is there a second i'll second it
4: a lot of enthusiasm there,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel encouraged. <laughs> Alright, we got a second. Um, with that, is there um, all those in favor of Chief Advisor Tofanari, I, Board Chair for the 2023 year? Aye. 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 Do
5: you have no
4: I want to thank, 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 thank the board. I want to thank Jack for nominating me, um, and I want to thank Amanda for the great years she put in um the last meeting we had in december um was for um marita and um and uh sam and we didn't have a chance to thank her it was her last meeting and you did a great job thank you very much appreciate it um it, with that being said i will move on to um the election of the vice chair do so we have a nomination for vice chair
0: I nominate supervisor gary mindy i
4: awesome. All second. A nomination and a second. Uh, public comment on this item. Is there any public comment on this item in the room? None. Online?
1: There is no online public comment.
4: With that, we'll bring it back to the board. I have a motion and a second. We'll call for a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Congratulations, Chad. Thank you, I look forward to working with you.
3: We've done it before. We, know how to do we it. did.
4: We've done it before. <laughs> we have. Okay, with that being done, we move on to staff announcements. Sorry. Um, M-
1: Mr. Chair, would you like a pause to pause for me to change your nameplates?
6: Or- well,
4: um, I thought I would get through staff announcements okay. and through the winter storm update and then take a five-minute break okay. and see if anybody wants to change chairs. I'll tell you at this time, I really don't care. Um, I'm not going to point chairs. If everybody's comfortable where they're at, I'm fine with it. So you may want to move the name tags, uh, chair and vice chair thing. So um, can we get through staff announcements and winter storm update? Okay, so we'll move on to staff announcement. Uh, Madam Clerk.
1: Staff announcements, this is time for county staff to provide updates of upcoming county events that may be of interest to the public.
4: Okay, and I see Lisa has a staff announcement. And we'll start with Lisa. Is she online?
7: Good morning and
8: congratulations, Supervisor Tofinelli and Vice-Chair Garamendi. Lisa Medina, Environmental Management Agency. Um, I just received an announcement that our rabies clinics will be starting up again in April. We are looking to possibly provide one in March, but we're working on that. I just wanted to remind um, our community, and for their pets especially, to build an emergency supply kit. Those kits should include water, pet food for at least three three days to two weeks, food and water bowls, medicines and medical records, crate or pet carriers, treats, toys, and bedding, collar or harnesses with ID tags, rabies tag, and a leash, pet litter and litter box, if appropriate, newspaper, paper towels, and plastic bags. I also wanted to mention on the environmental house side that if your domestic water well has been affected by flooding, it's real important that you assess the well after the waters recede. And we do recommend that you use bottled water if your uh, well is affected this way. We do have some information on our Environmental Management Agency website that will help you with the disinfection of a water well. In addition to that, um, you're, if you are on a sewage disposal septic system, you want to make sure that once the water is received, that you check on your tanks to make sure that the levels of the flood waters are not in your tanks. And also make sure that if there has been any um, any disinfect any areas of sewage disposal that may have been affected, and do not drive over any of your sewage disposal areas, including the leach lines and any of the port caps. And as always, we keep our pets and our children away from those areas that might be suspect. And that is all I have. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Lisa. Um, Robert?
9: Good morning. Thank you. Our road crews are currently doing everything that they can to open roads and clean culverts and They work through the new year's holiday so i would like to at least acknowledge from our part or at least uh, all of our parts that uh the great work that they're doing it's a small crew though most of those guys live locally so they're affected by by what's going on on our roads and the power and all that just as much as everyone else but they do care they care for the community quite a bit and uh, any amount of patience that the public can give to them is greatly appreciated. Thank you. And I didn't say
4: anything about Lisa. Was there any board comments about Lisa? Any questions with Lisa? Um, was there any public questions or comments on Lisa? Anything Lisa had to say? Hearing none. OK. And Robert, does anybody have any questions about Robert? Public I, works?
6: JUST, just WANT TO SAY THAT I'VE SEEN THOSE GUYS OUT day and night, and they've all been doing, and ladies. Uh, you know, um, and they've all been doing a wonderful job, and we appreciate all the people with
4: their feet on the ground. And I agree with that. They've, they've done a wonderful job, and they've done a lot of work. So you guys and your crew, Scott and his crew, and you and your crew, um, good job, Robert. Great job. Um, any public comments
10: on public works? None? Doug, you're up. Good morning, Chair uh, members of the board. Doug Oliver, chief building official. I just wanted to announce to the public that we have a storm damage repair policy that is tailored to rapid repairs. Uh, We have had some tree strikes, some structural damage, not uh, significant, thankfully, in most areas. But we want to make the public aware that if there is damage to a structure where you uh, need rapid repairs to weather in the building, Uh, The storm damage policy is generally related to structural damage, uh, decks, roof structure, things like that. Um, We are waiving construction documents on submittal if it's in relation to storm damage. Um, You can repair with like materials up to 70-pound ground snow load, which is most of the county. Uh, You can repair with like materials. It's an over-the-counter permit. You just declare your scope of work. We issue the permit, and we handle any uh, documentation that is necessary in the field. That includes uh, trust repair diagrams, any engineering that may be necessary above 70 pounds. We just let them know what they need to have on site. Um, We also want to let the public know that in emergencies, uh, the initial clearing of any debris and initial construction to try and weather in um, is is common prior to a permit. It, it doesn't trigger any code compliance issues. If they need to get to work, they can get to work. Um, they can come in as soon as they're, they're able to and we can work with them on getting that permit issued and get some inspections out there. We'd like to be able to see the initial work, but if they have to felt in a roof, for instance, as long as we can peel that felt back and look at it, they can, they can get that rain out of the house, start drying things in. Also, we want to uh, identify to the public when a permit is required, because we do have that over-the-counter process, but there's a lot of work that doesn't require a permit, such as uh, replacing any carpet, uh, replacing less than 200 square foot of um, uh, siding or roofing materials, including deck surface, um, sheetrock, exterior cladding, um, any type of of roof materials, including felt, uh, metal roofing, composite shingles, you name it. If you exceed 200 square foot on any repair, then a permit would be required. There's a broad scope of minor repairs that can be done that does not require a permit. Wanted to make sure the public was aware of that. And if there's any questions, they can contact our front counter. Any board questions? Any public questions?
4: Are there any online? None. None? Thank you, Doug. All right, is there any other staff announcements? Seeing none, we'll move on to the winter storm update. You want to read this out, Madam Clerk?
1: Item four, informational item OES, received an update presentation from staff on the ongoing winter storms. Which began on or about December 29th,
11: 2022.
2: Mr. Have John? Yeah. Online. He's at home. Good morning, Mr. Fair, members of the board. John Osborne, your Director of Emergency Services, uh, currently online from uh, the Mountain Ranch EOC. Um, thanks for wired out into my driveway. Um, I do have an update for you. Um, As of this morning, um, our information flow inbound has been a little bit slow, um, primarily due to um, communications issues. Um, We currently have, um, so we're in uh, day two of a seven day forecast. Today is is, uh, forecasted to be major impacts uh, in the valley and foothills with heavy rain, flooding and wind and thunderstorms Um, about 3.30 or 4 a.m. this morning. um, We had a series of tornado warnings. Um, And what that essentially means is that the National Weather Service was actually seeing a tornado begin to form and rotate uh, on radar. Uh, We went through two versions of that warning, one in the northwest corner of uh, the county and then a second one that was that covered uh, most of the entire western part of the county um, down to copper. Um, so um, that's we're in day two of this. Uh, day Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday um, call for minor impacts um, with rain um in the valley in the foothills and snow in the mountains. Saturday it bumps up to a moderate. Um, rain and flooding in the valley and foothills and snow in the mountains and then Sunday uh, back down to minor in the valley and the foothills and moderate uh, snow um, in the upcountry. Um, Currently, well, uh, the last list that I have contains uh, two full closures, um, road closures and four partial closures Um, I'm sure that that is uh, somewhat higher Um, I'm aware of at least three trees down across mountain ranch road I know there was an issue on highway 12 Um, earlier today was uh, closed at one point down to one row one lane Um, and I've been getting uh, various other reports uh, via text message so we're kind of a mess in that. Uh, I do know that PG&E. We have some customers out at at one point yesterday. We got to about uh, down to about 400 customers out. Um, and when I spoke with uh, our PG&E representative this morning, uh, they were still gathering uh, that those numbers up for us um, um, for the latest. Um, WE CONTINUE TO OPERATE THE EOC AT uh, LEVEL 2, WHICH IS LIMITED. Um, AND uh, GREAT BIG SHOUT OUT TO SOME OF OUR PARTNERS, ACTUALLY TO ALL OF OUR PARTNERS, Um, EVERYBODY FROM um, THE WATER UTILITY DISTRICTS, um, OUR OWN PUBLIC WORKS FOLKS, uh, CALTRANS DISTRICT 10, um, OUR support FOLKS, um, HHSA, Mm -hmm. uh, PUBLIC HEALTH, the sheriff's office, uh, probation, um, have really all s- stepped right into um, assistance mode and rendered s- assistance, however they can, whenever they can, um, and done so uh, without complaint. Uh, it's been a pleasure to work with all of the agencies across uh, the county um, and to try and uh, keep us. KEEP OUR HEADS ABOVE WATERS BOTH FIGURATIVELY AND and LITERALLY Um, LET ME GO SWITCH BACK Sorry, I'M WORKING OFF OF MY PHONES BECAUSE um, I DID NOT INTEND TO BE DELIVERING THIS AT MY KITCHEN TABLE THIS MORNING Um, SO FAR WE HAVE ADDRESSED 13 RESOURCE REQUESTS Um, WE HAVE ZERO OF THOSE OPEN AND ZERO HAVE BEEN PUSHED TO THE STATE that we covered uh we currently yesterday um when we got we caught a break in the weather yesterday uh when when the system actually pushed south of the county um we have been uh leveraging our Vallecito hand crews to pre-fill bags uh those two crews were able to visit almost all of the sites um and yesterday filled nearly four thousand sandbags in a in anticipation of um of our uh weather incoming tonight um i'm sorry i would be remiss if i did not uh, remember to mention um one of our most valuable partnerships and that's been with the city of angels camp um and the city administrator's office um the whole angels camp crew has been wonderful so uh thanks for reminder on that Cameron um back to the uh, Vallecito crews—they—they they have circulated. They, they filled 400 or 4,000 sandbags yesterday alone, um, and we, our public works crew, was able to deliver uh, between I think 12 and 19 tons to each of the 13 sites uh, where bags are available. Um, and fortunately, on my way out of the office uh, late yesterday evening, um, I saw uh, some of our local residents right um, on Government Center Drive leveraging those pre filled badge- bags and uh, taking some home. So um, I think that's about all I have. I apologize uh, for the choppiness of this report. Bouncing between two cell phones has um, is not as fun as you might think Um, my kids probably could have done it better because they play on their phones all day Um, with with that with that uh, i I welcome any questions uh, or comments thank you john and uh, you shaved (laughs) yes sir actually last week Uh, i've just been hiding from you guys (laughs) been a a smidge busy (laughs) all right well thank you for the
4: reporters any board member have any comments or questions for john and I just want to bring up that um, this, this is on here and it's going to continue to be on here at least till we get through the, the storms that we have. Um, Amanda and I and, and uh, Sarah and Craig, when we were um, doing our uh, agenda review, talked about putting this on there. So we look forward every week for at least at least probably the next two or three weeks, uh, a report, an update from you, John. So thank you. You're welcome, thank you. Yes. Is there any public comments? I see Kathy Galino coming up.
11: Good morning, Chair, Honorable Board. Kathy Galino, Economic Development. So a couple of updates that I'd like to share with the board are on the reporting forms that are online for businesses and residents that have sustained damage. Um, at this point, we have 60 um that we've received and big shout out to the building department for actually going out in the field and doing the inspections and checking these facilities and buildings out of those we have 18 that have major damage four minor damage 38 affected for a total of 60. of those major damaged one is a business 17 are homes Uh, out of the minors uh, two are businesses the other two are homes we are working with Cal OES as well as SBA um, and it looks like we will be doing an SBA declaration for physical um, damages so I will keep everybody updated but please again um, remind your constituents the community to please if they've had damage to please go on the Calaveras County website under emergency operations and please report your damage that's it
4: thank you Kathy Is there any public comment in the room? (laughs) Seeing none, is there any public comment online? No. And no board comments or questions? Yes. Um, Doug, if I may ask you, uh, is there a focused area where a majority of
6: these homes and businesses uh, that are in
10: the worst shape are? The vast majority are in the Valley Springs area. There's a a few that have sustained some damage in Arnold. Uh, One of them was uh, a major damage in the Arnold area from a tree strike. Uh, Most of it is flooding damage, and most of it's concentrated in the Valley Springs area. Cosgrove CREEK, for Uh, the most part? Agreed, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate Mm -hmm.
2: that. Supervisor Stopper? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, good morning again. It's John, your uh, OES director. specifically uh, Grouse and uh, the the neighborhood around Grouse and then St. Andrews um, and then uh, the Castle Rock trailer park that was evacuated uh, in the early morning hours of the 31st Um, and uh, just to extend our gratitude to to Doug and his crew uh, what we thought was going to take them about three or four days to get done they got done in one day um, and um, we through Kathy and Rebecca Callen, devised the, the, the reporting method and um, we've been sending them as fast as we get them to Doug and Doug has been knocking them out. Uh, Doug and his crew have been knocking them out almost as fast as we can send them over. So.
10: It's really thank, easy. Thank when, you, John. When you don't know what you're doing, you can cut a lot of corners. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. All
4: right. <laughs> yes, Greg.
6: Yeah, uh, Mr. Chair Members of the Board, I, I just wanted to mention, you know, that it's dangerous. There's so many people that are helping in, in this, but I do see, you know, Corey sitting back here, and her her team, along with Red Cross, uh, Lisa Medina, Animal Control, all these folks. Uh, It shows up, if they're not prepared, it'll show up really fast later when they're really needed. But they're one step ahead, getting all those things ready, warming centers, shelters, and those kinds of things. And like many others, have been out being first responders, but also getting things ready. And I just wanted to give a shout out to those folks too for their their efforts.
4: Yes. Thank you. Any other board comments? Amanda?
0: Doug, I have a question for you. Sorry, don't sit down.
4: You're getting your steps in for the day. Sorry,
0: I I don't want to interrupt Craig as you were walking. Um, So on this reporting that you guys are discussing that is also happening in the city, um, since they fall under city building, are they giving the same opportunity to those who have had damage within the city limit? Or how is that reporting working if it's coming to the, their website is directing to the county?
10: Uh, I, th- I think John could probably speak better to the reporting collaboration okay. between the, the city and the uh, the county. For our part, the city has contract inspectors, and, and they're providing those services similar to what we're doing in the unincorporated okay. areas.
0: OK. That's it. John?
10: Uh, Madam Supervisor, That that's true. And um, it's reporting different places. Um,
2: but we've been um, at the hip with the city, and we've been cross-reporting to each other. Um, to avoid double inspections, as well as share information for our initial damage assessment, and then to uh, to really act as good neighbors so that if, if there is a serious issue that um, the contractors can't address in the city, we can help them and, and vice versa.
7: OK.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm.
4: Any other comments or questions? No? OK, thank you, John. Um, and um, keep us updated through the emails as you can, if you have been. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Our pleasure. All right. At this time, we will take a five-minute
2: break. We're
12: good? Yes.
4: Um, We're back from our break, and we'll go on to uh, general public comments. Uh, Madam Clerk, do you want to read this? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) General public comment. Any item of interest to the public that is within the subject matter jurisdiction of the board and is not posted on the consent or regular agendas may be addressed during the public comment period. California law prohibits the board from taking action on any matter which is not posted on the agenda unless it is determined to be an emergency by the board of supervisors. If public comment is completed before the 30 minute allotment period, time period, the board may immediately move to the next order of business. If public comment is not completed during the, I'm sorry, I'm reading this. It will be continued at the last (laughs) item of the business in order to provide an opportunity for the remainder of the comments to be heard.
4: Thank you so much.
12: (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Okay, hi. Uh, I'm Christine, and I'm reading for a volunteer who couldn't be here today because of the rain. A lot of people couldn't make it. So um, even though I don't work in the dog shelter, I'm just quoting what she wrote. Um, She said, as a volunteer working in the dog building of the shelter 10 or more hours per week, I'd like to voice two major concerns to be taken into account in the new building plans. First, I have observed regular injuries in the dogs and experienced a number of injuries myself caused by the chain link fencing used to construct the kennels. The dogs can and do make their faces raw to the point of bleeding, trying to push through the links with their noses. Additionally, they can do. They can and do injure their toes and and nails, jumping and clawing at the wire. It's not at all unusual for dogs to have blood on the floor or walls of their kennels, directly resulting from chain-link injuries. I I was there volunteering yesterday, and I know that uh, there were problems uh, with the dog area. Humans are also susceptible to chain-link injuries. I personally had my hands and fingers caught in the wire doors several times as a dog tried to, uh, am I I up? As a dog tried to pull away uh, hard from me, desperate to get out of their kennel, I've had wire edges catch my clothes and scrape my skin. The clunky lever locks stick stick and jam. Just trying to open or secure the door takes handler's attention away from keeping ourselves, others, and the dogs safe. Chain link may be cost effective and appropriate for large outdoor enclosures that function as dog runs and play areas. In those spaces, the dogs will be running and romping. Very rarely will they be hurting themselves repeatedly against the fences, trying to get free, and thus injuring themselves. But in any kennel or living space, the wall materials should be smooth, solid, and secure. The second strong concern. Let me know when time, okay. Second strong concern I have is for creating a safe, relatively quiet pathway for dogs to be brought in and taken out of their kennels. Handlers currently run a gauntlet of dogs a few feet away on both sides as we take them in and out, with only chain link between the dogs in their kennels and the dog being walked by. It is generally chaotic and basically always stressful for everyone, with very strong reactive dogs The chaos can pose added danger to dogs and their handlers. The exiting, entering dogs have to pass all the other dogs as they bark and growl and jump in their fear and upset. Handlers can make errors as the stress all around them affects their decision making. The design of the new shelter needs to support calm in the animals and the staff and volunteers. Okay.
4: (laughs) All right. Thank you.
7: Um, My name's Alex Sage Walker, and I had my friend drive me here today, but when we're pulling up and looking at the rain, I'm just seeing my co-volunteers out there with Freckles the Red Husky, and most of us volunteers are no spring chickens. And you know, they're getting there at 7 and pulling the dogs out in those circumstances, and I see them walking. We always walk them around here. It was just, to see them out there, I just wanted to give them credit for that, because it's not fun getting up in this kind of weather to go do that. So, I'm here today to address my concerns about the sizes of the kennels for the dogs during the construction of the new animal shelter. I do not know who the county will take its direction from concerning the size of the kennels. But our animal services has special needs that may be overlooked by both the Corette Institute and the architect involved. 90% of the dogs coming into the shelter are extra large breeds. We have Great Pyrenees. We have Anatolians. We have big huskies, Rottweilers, large German <coughs> shepherds. And these are what is ending up at the shelter a lot. Um, Sometimes they come in pairs. So to keep them from stressing out, we put them in the same kennel. So and sometimes (coughs) the large kennels are not available, but you have to make a decision. And they like to be together. And then they're really cramped. Um, This translates into the fact that we require 90% of the kennels in this new shelter to be 6XL, that's six foot extra large. If we're getting 26 kennels, at least 20 of those should be extra large. All the quarantine kennels should be six extra large as well. The dog beds in all the kennels take up a substantial amount of space, also limiting the maneuverability of the animals. We don't get the fluffy, small dogs so much because we live in the country. Um, When we do, it is often in pairs, which means they also require adequate space. We get some working herding dogs who are very active and they are suffering in the medium cages. There's no room for them to move because of the bed taking up most of the floor space, so they end up with bloody paws from their constant jumping on the chain link cages. Remember, the dogs only get 30 minutes, around 30 minutes every morning to go out of these cages. Um, especially when we're full. If we're not as full, then sometimes they get an hour, but usually not. Um, I know there are a lot of important issues such as soundproofing, outside dog runs, drainage, the chain link fencing are built out of in the veterinary care, of foster. Ma'am, Oh.
4: your time's up. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Any other public comments in the room? Seeing none, is there any online?
1: There are no online public comments.
4: Okay, seeing no other public comments, we will close the public comment period and move on to the consent agenda. I'll read this one, Stacey. (laughs) Consent agenda items are expected to be routine and (laughs) non-controversial. They will be acted upon by the board at one time without discussion. Any board member, staff member, or interested party may request removal of an item from the consent agenda for later discussion. Is there any board member wish to remove an item from the consent? No? All right. We'll ask staff. Is there any staff member wish to remove an item? Is there any online?
1: There's no. No, no online requests.
4: Here? Is there any public member wish to remove something from the consent? Online? There are none. None? Okay. Um, I am open for a motion on consent. So. Okay. a motion so by Supervisor Sopper, second by uh, Fallendorf. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Passes 5-0. We will move on to the regular agenda. Item number 21, this is action item. A clerk of the Board of Supervisors adopt the 2023 Board of Supervisors meeting calendar. Everybody have a copy of the calendar? Basically, this calendar has um, gone back to what we were a few years ago, where the third uh, Tuesday of the month has been left open because um, we had adopted a resolution at one time or an one time that that was gonna be specifically for uh, study sessions but we started getting into uh, regular agenda and wasn't a special meeting anymore. So we've gone back to that and, and a lot of it was because uh, most of our other meetings we've been being done before 12 o'clock and then we'd have come back on the next Tuesday. Um, so. We felt we would go with this, if it needs to be changed or we need to add something on that third Tuesday as we go forward in the year, we can always do that. We can have a special meeting. We can have a special meeting. <laughs> Sarah, you want to speak on something?
13: Oh, no, I was just going to agree. Um, our County code dictates that the second and fourth Tuesdays of the month are regular meetings. So that's consistent with this calendar as presented. And um, as Supervisor Stopper mentioned, we can always add special, special meetings, meetings uh, as needed if it's special special
11: special
4: special meeting (laughs) so is there any board comments on it
1: i'll move
4: let me open it to public comment first is there any public comment
1: there's no online public comment
4: no online any in the room if not i'll bring it back to the board i'm open for a motion
1: Sorry, Mr. Chair. I was this actually wrong clarification for November if the dates proposed were okay doing since we have the first Tuesday and the last Tuesday due to the holidays and the CSAC yeah. conference.
4: Yeah. I think that's fine.
1: Okay, thank you. Oh.
6: That was something I took into consideration <laughs> when I was looking at it. So thank you, Stacey, for getting that in. there like
0: that. Okay.
4: Thank you. All right, so bring back to the board. Is there a motion?
0: Moved.
4: I have a motion by Supervisor Fallendorf. All second it. Second by Supervisor Stopper. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Passes 5-0. We'll move on to action item 22. This the action item of the Clerk of the Board of Supervisors assigning members of the Board of Supervisors to various committees for the calendar year 2023. And we have two copies, one blank one, and then we have one that's color-coded, showing each supervisor as a color and what they are at currently um, what committees they're on. So, is there any board comments, Jack? I think you had something that you wanted to bring up on RCRC. Uh, thank you,
3: Mr. Chair. Uh, just a couple of items, and and the clerk and I have discussed this, so it's all pretty squared away. We want the local government finance authority is actually going to goes by Golden State Finance Authority, and the Rural Home Mortgage Finance Authority. Uh, shouldn't be in there. It should be Golden State Connect Authority. Oh. So those are changes for the record. At, clerks aware of them. So um, mm-hmm. those are RCRC subdivisions.
4: Okay. Um, is there any request to be on any other committee? Oh, sorry, Ben.
9: Um,
6: I'm not requesting to be on another committee so much as uh, the RCRC. Um, I, I'm the alternate for it. Uh, Miss Fulendorf's been. Doing quite a bit of work with uh, Mr. Garamendi with the RCRC. I think she may be a better fit uh, as alternate if, if she's willing. And, um, you know, other than that, I had a conversation with uh, Mr. Hubbardy on the uh, Calaveras Mariposa Community Action Agency. And if he's willing, I m- may pass off my position for that to him. Um, providing I retain the ones I'm on. I have, I'm taking on a few chairmanships this year with Central Sierra Economic Development District and my job training and others, provided those votes go the way I think they are. Um, so I'll be taking on quite a bit more load, especially with the SURF funds and the other things coming in um, that we're dealing with this year. So that, yeah, if I could hand those two off and the other board members are willing.
14: Yeah, Mr. Chair, I'd be more than willing to take that. Thank you. OK.
11: okay. Mr.
3: Chair? Yes. I've got one also. Um, we were discussing the LAFCO appointment with Supervisor Calloway's retirement. I've got uh, several districts uh, that I'm going to take a lot of attention for the next year or so. To so get square away, right, I see Middle Rivers in the room. Uh, Ken Bender came down today. Um, he's not listening to me, but I'm talking about him.
2: <laughs> I'm
3: sorry, Ken, I was just giving you grief. <laughs> but, uh, so I don't know whether, I don't know whether she wasn't followed enough would be uh, She's the alternate and been on there and Supervisor Toff and I assume you want to stay on. Uh, I, I do. Uh, Cal- uh,
4: Supervisor Calloway was also on that. There's two board members.
3: Exactly. So I was, I was kind of yeah. hoping that I might be able to.
0: And I'm this. fine paying the alternate Jack can have it.
4: Okay. All right
3: just because I've got a couple of hot items that I need to get up to speed on and they're
4: gonna okay. be impactful. That's fine. Um, anything else?
0: Um, I just was gonna point out, I think we already voted, but um, Supervisor Stopper, you still want to move over to the CSAC?
6: Yes, ma'am.
0: Okay.
4: I think we did that back in November.
1: Yeah. Stacey, that all clean? Yes, we just okay. reconfirming that those are staying as know So you. that
4: okay. now open for an alternate, though. Martin?
0: Uh, the, we already uh, I mean, Amanda was, oh, Amanda was, an was alternate. alternate? OK. That if that okay. is still OK with the rest of the board. Yeah, that's fine.
4: Okay. Are you writing all these down? We're going to look at the video afterwards.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, Mr. Chair, can I ask you, uh,
14: I, will, I will take on all Supervisor Calloway's old appointments then?
4: Other than the ones we just talked about, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Any? Anyone- you can have them. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other comments?
0: I'll move the suggestions. If there's no other comments from the board, I'll move the item.
4: As we discussed.
0: Yes, as we discussed, okay. and Basie has a. I caught those notes. Stacy's
3: <laughs> got it all.
4: You got it all. OK, well, let me ask, is there any public comments in the room on this? Seeing none, is there any online?
1: There are no online public comments. All
4: right, so I have a motion by Supervisor Fallendorf. Do I have a second? Second, Mr. A second, second by Supervisor Stopper. Call for the vote, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? <coughs> Passes 5-0. We'll move on to item, Action Item 23. This is Action Item, Clerk of the Board of Supervisors, appointment of applicants to serve on various committees, commissions, advisory boards, and county service service areas. Do we have board comments? I can't open it up. I have some. few. few we have to separate here, I think.
3: Yeah,
6: um, yeah. Because there's some choices. We do,
4: but I gotta to get it open.
3: Mr. Mr. Chair. Yes. If if I can um, on Parks and Recreation uh, Commission, I have a spot open for District Two. I'd like to pull that and table that. I table that appointment. Not make that today.
4: That's uh, fishing game.
3: No, Parks and Recreation. Oh, Parks and Recreation. There's a District Two. I'd like to pull that for right now. To okay. Come back later.
4: Alright, we're going to pull Parks and Recs, District 2. Okay, so we have um, a couple of them that we have to make a choice for. All the other ones, I think there's Solid Waste Task Force, uh, Prevent Child Abuse Council, Mining Commission. Pulling District 2. Mining Commission's pretty straightforward. We parked and rec for District 1. We'll have to pull that one and determine who's going to be on that one. We have Murphy's Creek, which is good. Um, Library Commission, Library Board is Sarah. Hardwood Advisory Board, looks like we are okay there. And fishing Game, looks like that's good. We don't have any decision to make there. Uh, CSA 12, no decision. Uh, Children and Families Commission, no decision there. Well, we have a decision we, we, whether we want those people under or not, but it's not multiple people. Central Sierra Economic Development District, Kathy Galino, Comanche Regional Park Advisory Board, um, we'll have to pull that one. There's only one vacancy and two candidates. Area 12 Agency, only one candidate. Agriculture Advisory Committee, only one candidate for District Two. Um, and those are then, looks like we have a couple.
3: I think, Mr. Chair, I'm sorry, I think we got the RC, RCD. RCD. We have to make a choice there, too. Yes. I
4: don't know if said that. I just yeah. want to. Two oh, we do, well, yeah, we do, from the two second member. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's four members open with two spots. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: The, the, it says two spots. Is one of those a, did they only put in for the member two on the applications, or is the member one a specific <clears throat> spot? Because I know they have some defined spots that have to either do with water or other things?
13: I believe, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Madam Clerk, but I believe that the um, any of those four applicants could be appointed to both of the two empty s- vacant spots. Correct. The four applicants, two spots.
6: <clears throat> so how do you want to do this, Mr. Chair?
4: Well, I, I think we should, um, does anybody have any comments or any issues with the candidates that are only in one vacancy and the applicants for that? We can get those. Only,
3: only, the, only the one that I want. Only one that
4: you have in District 2 for parks and recs. Mm-hmm. We we can do a motion to do those, and then we can come back to the ones that have multiple and have a discussion with them. Um, so moved, sir. Ducky? Um, any public comments? None in the room. Is there any online?
1: There are no online public comments. OK.
4: Then I have a motion. I have a second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Passes 5-0. We will move on to the uh, Comanche Regional Park Advisory Board. Um, this one has one vacancy and two members applying for it. Um, this is within my district, and um, I'm good with Nat- Natalie Swanson. So moved for Natalie Swanson. A second? Second. Okay. We have a motion and a second. Is there any public comments? Any online?
1: There are no online public comments. Call
4: for a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Passes five zero. We'll move on to. Parks and Recs, this is District 1, since we pulled District 2 off. Um, there's one vacancy, and I am good with Judy Allen.
0: Move Judy, for Judy Allen.
4: I'll second that. Move a motion and a second. Any public comments?
1: No online public comments.
4: Hearing none, call for a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Passes five zero. We'll move on to resource conservation district. We have two openings and four um, candidates. Um, May
6: I make a proposal? Sure. Uh, I, I would make, you know, would the incumbent that I would consider that for one of the positions. And Yvonne Tiscornia is very involved. Um, I would I would make that recommendation for the uh, member one and
4: member two positions.
0: I in that.
4: Is there any other comments by the board? All right, is there any public comments on that? No
1: online public
4: comments. OK, so I have a motion and I have a second. Um, for Brady and Yvonne. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? Passes five zero. And I think that covers all of them. Yes. So we will move on to item twenty-five. Twenty-four? Excuse 25. me. Item twenty-four. This is agreement of planning. ID number 7081, authorized the board chair to sign a contract amendment extending the term of the county's agreement with the Miller Planning Associates to assist with the county zoning ordinance update from January 1st, 2023 to December 31st, 2024. Hear a brief progress update from the planning department. Gabriel.
5: Uh, uh, good morning, uh, supervisors. Congratulations, uh, Chair Tofanelli and Vice-Chair Garamendi. The item before you this morning um, is a request to extend the contract for uh, Miller Planning Group. Miller Planning Group is the group that, a consulting group that the county selected in 2020 to do our our zoning code update. Um, To date, uh, we have some deliverables. However, those deliverables still require an extensive uh, time to be spent. Uh, by staff. So uh, off the bat, I would like to make an amendment to the recommendation uh, in the first paragraph of the staff report that uh, authorizing the board to sign a contract extending the term of the county's agreement with Miller Planning Associates to assist with the county's zoning ordinance update from January 1, 2023 to December 31, um, 2023. So we're gonna go one year stretch on this, not two. I think we can get the job done in one year. And the second part of that recommendation is that to authorize the chair uh, of the board to sign the First Amendment Professional Services Agreement, which is attached to page 310 uh, of your uh, of your package. And so rather than entering into a totally new contract, we're just gonna uh, have a one pager that just amends the term of the contract because it expired in December and we want to extend it by one year to allow for all the work to be completed. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, uh, there are some deliverables that we already have and uh, we need some time to actually go through them and and start uh, initiating uh, the public uh, uh, engagement process and gradually bringing that before the Planning Commission and members of the public, and ultimately come before the Board of Supervisors for approval. Um, As far as funding is concerned, financing, it's already budgeted for, so the budget is not changing. We're not changing anything else except the term of the contract. So um, if you have any questions for me, I'll be more than happy to answer them. Are there any Board questions?
4: Martin, your
7: light's
5: on. You have a
4: question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stopper. Not so much of a
6: question as this uh, area resides n- near your district, but within my, within my district, um, this thing's been on the books for quite some time. I think they uh, had the opportunity to try to work with some amendments, but they decided to stick with what the plan is for now. Uh, to get this extension, and at this time, uh, you know, as long as they follow the process, I'm in full support of so full support of this.
4: Any other comments or questions by the board? Yeah. Thank you very much. Get her done. Thank you. Uh, hold on, to Gabriel. Just one second. Do we have any pub- do we have any public comments or questions? Is there any online?
1: There are no online public comments
4: okay thank you gabriel thank you i'll bring it back to the board uh, i'm open for a motion on item number
3: 24. So, okay ben i'm sorry you please i'm seconding uh-huh. I'm in, i'll second ben's motion she one. I have a motion by supervisor
6: stoppers second by <laughs> supervisor Garrett. Sorry,
13: if I, if I may interject just so yes. we're clear um the item is presented is to enter into a um, two-year amendment or two-year extension. So um, just so we have clarity, the motion is to direct staff to um, enter into a one-year amendment. Um, We'll obviously have to check with the contractor, but presuming that's acceptable, and then authorize staff to execute that so it doesn't have to come back to the board.
6: Is that what you'd like to do, (laughs) Mr. Garamendi?
3: Yes, Mr. Stafford, <laughs> that would be appropriate. Okay, I'll second. I'll, I'll
6: second Mr. Garamendi's motion. Oh.
4: <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, Sarah. No
3: problem.
4: Yes, so now I have a motion by, well, we had a motion on the floor, so he has to amend his. I didn't, I, did, I never made the motion, Mr.
3: Garamendi. Mr. Stoffner, oh. I would like to make a motion, uh, clarify with, as, on the item with the um, change of one year versus two years for the contract. Gabriel says we're going to get her done, so.
4: And your second still? Yes. Okay, The motion is a second. Um, All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Passes 5-0. we move on to action item number 25, public works. Provide direction to the Department of Public Works staff regarding the Murphy's Downtown Street Light Project to either, one, provide loan from the general fund to the Murphy's Lighting District to fund the shortfall for construction of the project, or two, reject all bids receiving the invitation to bid 22-2040-04-912, revised project plans, specification and estimates, and issue a new invitation to
9: bid. Robert, you have a big book you're bringing forward. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, As you may know, this project's been around for quite some time. The uh, pandemic has uh, slowed us down a little bit. We've had to accommodate the uh, platforms on Murphy's Main Street. Meanwhile, plans have been prepared. We've gone out uh, with the solicitation of bids, and the bids came too high. So in uh, one of the first things that we do when bids come too high, we come in and we reject the bids, go back to the drawing board, perhaps adjust the plans a little bit and go out to another solicitation and see, make sure that those bids come in closer to what uh, the funding is available. As we were preparing that, there was a question that was asked whether or not there's a possibility for obtaining some funding for the project from some other sources, from the general fund, and uh, that way we could proceed with the project as it was uh, currently planned and we move forward. That question was explored. And in exploring the question, we went back and looked at old records uh, when the Murphy's Lighting District was uh, uh, formed back in the 1920s. We looked at different things that uh, the General Funk can do. County Council was deeply involved in all those conversations. And the answer to the question is, the general fund can't help in in this regard at all so we really only have one option at this point and that is reject the bids and we will go to back to our engineer we'll discuss with you the what can we do to adjust the uh, project to bring the project more in line with the available funding so that's that's really the only option that we have at this point Um, let me take an opportunity to acknowledge the work that Jacob and Kelly have been doing on this project years of work and uh, we continue to do it and hopefully this this year it's delivered. Thank you. Um, I I do have a question. Um, This is a a
4: lighting project so could the possibility exist that it would fall under Rule 20A? some of those funds could be appropriated for this? No? That,
9: that Rule 28 question will require, this. We, we probably need to discuss Rule 28. There are many things occurring with Rule 28, including pg efforts to discontinue the program, but for the Murphy's uh, undergrounding project, uh, no.
4: No? Okay. I just thought I'd throw it out there and see the possibility of it. Yeah. Okay, Martin, you like I
14: would like to ask you, Robert, I, in rebidding, it was my understanding that we could rebid this per- pretty quickly. Is that the case?
9: Yes. Uh, there are uh, statutory requirements that we must meet. Uh, we have to advertise a couple times in the newspaper and so forth and so on. But it doesn't need to be a very long, extensive uh, solicitation process. Right. Thank you. Okay. Any other
4: board comments or questions? Is there any board? I mean, excuse me, is there any uh, public comments or questions online?
1: There are no online public comments.
4: Okay, so um, we need a motion to have Robert send this out, the rebid, and bring it back to the board.
14: So I'd like to make that motion, and that motion would be then to reject the bids, is that correct, Mm -hmm. and to to put it out for a new bid.
9: Okay,
4: I have a motion. Do I have a second? Second. I have a second. Um, All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Passes 5-0. Thank you, Robert. Thank you we will move on to item supervisor's announcements in compliance with government code 53232.3 d board members should provide a brief reports on any meetings attended at expense of the local agency and may make other announcements or report out we will start with ben um As we've all lived in our
6: various areas of the county, it's been a very interesting last few weeks. Uh, I just want to make the announcement that uh, you know it takes every bit of staff involved, all from from a tech in an administration to the CAO to public works to the guys on the ground to OES to our sheriffs to our fire people, and I, I. just too numerous to name everyone. I'm including everyone. I just want to thank everyone that's involved for the work they do, including the supervisors, because we're fielding calls. We know what's going on in our certain districts and the public, and everything. And uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for all the work everyone's done.
4: Thank you, Ben. Um, Martin, anything to report? There we go. I would just like to thank the board.
14: Um, I'm very honored to sit here. I really want to thank Craig, Sarah, Stacy, for getting me prepped. Um, I really appreciate the time that you've taken to get me up to speed. And uh, it's I'm just honored. Thank you.
3: Jack. Uh, yeah, I just want to I'll be attending the RCRC board meeting uh, down in Sacramento RCRC board meeting, call to state connect all those associated committees. Um, I also want to echo what uh, Supervisor Stopper said. Our, our crews, our emergency responders, fire, sheriff. I mean, they have been working around the clock, and attitudes seem great. I mean, we're getting stuff done. Um, they've been working really long hours, and some of our neighbors, and you know, they're not. You know, this is uh, like a fire, I think, as um, John said the other day uh, to me. In a fire, you just keep calling in more resources. And eventually, you could get ahead of it. With the rain, it just keeps falling. And uh, doesn't really care what you have to say about it. So uh, I want to thank everybody who's working on this. And we're not done yet, but I'm just really impressed. We've come so far, since uh, seven years since the Butte Fire. It's unbelievable. Very
4: pleased. Thank you, Jack. Amanda?
0: Um, Last night, I attended the Utica Water and Power movie um, show that they hosted at the Bret Hart Theater. I believe they'll be having a second showing um, up in Murphy's, I think it's still to be determined due to weather. Um, The staff there has been pretty busy trying to keep the phones cleared out. Um, But it was a really great uh, movie, and the turnout was unbelievable. I mean, you can even park another car in the parking lot. Um, so it was really, uh, um, how many people, how many individuals in the community came out to learn more about the water system? Um, so, I I learned a lot more as well. Um, even being on that board previously and chairman, um, there was things that I, um, they brought up in that movie that I was unaware of. Um, yeah. the, I too will be going down to RCRC next week. Um, and then just thank you, Martin, for putting up with us and coming on board. <laughs> and welcome to um, to the board, to the county. So good, congratulations. Good
6: <laughs> <laughs> Why um, no attention to that last remark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and then I just wanted to take some time to thank the board. Um, thank you for your support over the last year, every one of you. Um, I couldn't have done it without you. We have um, did a lot of work and um, just thanks for trusting and allowing me to um, lead the board. And also thank you to staff. Um, I know it weighs a lot of up and downs and thank you for um, Helping me through the last, um, the last year, especially the last couple of months, having Craig here. Thank you, Craig. Um, he's godsend, <laughs> um, and I just really appreciate it. It was an honor to um, lead the board in the county the last year. And congratulations, Chairman Trofner.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. And I I want to echo uh, Ben and Jack's comments and and John, um, our OES director's comments to all the people that are involved in keeping us going here. And in minutes notice, they're up, they're out. We had trees co- uh, cover, covering Highway 12 and 26 this morning. It was almost you couldn't get around. You couldn't get here from our side of the county, it seemed like. But they got out there. They got it cleared. 26 was cleared. You could go around. We had a stream of traffic going that way, and a stream of traffic going back up at Toyanza Hill, Toyon Hill. Um, and um, it was um, very, it took me about 45 minutes to get here this morning. But the work crews were out there. They were doing their job. And they have been since that first storm hit on January 1st or December 31st, actually, New Year's Eve. And they've been busy ever since. And we've got, according to uh, last night's news, uh, we have five storms lined up coming our way uh, the rest of this week and part of next week. And a lot of rain, hopefully not as much as uh, the, the light show we had last night. Um, and some of the wind, the howling, they predicted only 30, 30 to 40 mile an hour winds, but I think last night, at least in my house, he must have been going 100 miles an hour. And then we were woke up at 3.30 this morning with our phones, county phones, blasting the tornado uh, warning. <laughs> I don't know how many people went back to sleep after that, but I did, not we up ever since. So um, thank you, work crews, for doing your job and everybody involved. All of you, thank you very much. And with that, we stand adjourned.